Welcome to Maximum Octane and your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution in the automotive industry. I'm your host, Kim Hickey, former shop owner turned industry educator, speaker, and entrepreneurial motivator. Each week during our ride together, you will hear unfiltered stories of inspiration and transformation shared by successful business owners and CEOs. Their experiences will motivate you to do things you never thought possible, encourage you to reach your full potential, and help you to exchange unproductive habits for productive ones. While many of my guests will be related to the automotive industry, it's crucial in the world of tomorrow that we stop being silos and we open our minds to ideas and inspiration from other industries as well. We also know that to be truly successful in business, you must have a healthy work and home life balance. All of my guests are handpicked with these crucial elements in mind. Our industry is evolving by the second, and we need to as well. Buckle up, because here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Maximum Octane. This is your host, Kim Hickey, here today. Joining me today is a fantastic person. I just adore him. I've had the pleasure of working with him for years with his business and Watching his growth has just been amazing, and not only professionally, but personally, and watching him get married and start a family and all of those great things. So joining me today is Mr. Lee Anderson. How are you, Lee? I am pretty good, Kim. Thanks for having me on. I'm so happy you decided to come on. So Lee is the COO for Integrity Auto Care in Illinois. They have two locations, one in South Beloit. Do I, did I say that right? And one in Belvedere. South Be- Beloit. South Beloit. Beloit. South, Be- South Beloit in <laughs> Belvedere. Yeah, well, it's French. Fre- Beloit, like a beignet. What are those? What are those? Donuts or something, vignettes or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The bonnets or whatever. Bene, yeah. So, so fun fact, What one of these things where we get started is um, we we were at dinner with a 20, I think it was a 20 group situation or something. And like, let's tell me about, they, they use beet juice to take care of the roads there to get rid of the ice. And I just absolutely didn't believe him. And I had to look it up because he was explaining how much worse it is for the vehicle and the undercarriage and all than, than the salt. And I just, I thought he was pulling my leg cause he's got a great sense of humor and is kind of a jokester. And so, but the beet juice was real people. The beet juice, it, is. it was real. That it was real. Really corrode your vehicle for sure. That's just crazy. Well, I appreciate you spending time with me today cause you're actually traveling and in Baltimore right now to get some education and take yourself, help take yourself to the next level and meet with your 20 group. And so I I really appreciate that. You're like, okay, I'll do it from the hotel. I won't have all my stuff, but we'll be it. So as I said a little bit earlier, one of the things that I've gotten to see is, is Lee's professional growth, but, but his personal growth. And you, you have had quite a journey. You've had quite a journey with, with oh, yeah. your both personal and professional growth. And uh, you just have such a wonderful family now. And uh, I had asked if what you wanted to talk about and you wanted to share your amazing story. So I'm going to just turn it over to you. Thank you, Kim. So joining ATI, we did, um, we do these goal posters. So I'm a very firm believer in the law of attraction and manifestation. So it was probably right around 2016, 
where on my coal poster, I've said, hey, I'm going to get a Harley. I'm going to get a house. I'm going to get a baby. So my wife and I have been struggling with infertility for We've been together for almost 18 years. We've been struggling with it for 15 plus years. So, you know, I've, I've always wanted a child, you know, so I, I put it out in the universe and I really believe in manifestation. So you can ask my father. I believe it 110% and I say it like I will say a customer's name three times to one of my advisors and sure enough, they will call like within the next day. So I don't want to take away the importance of the baby, manifesting the baby, but yeah. you literally put on there, I want a Harley, I want a Harley. And then you had called me, I don't know, weeks later, and you're like, hey, guess what, Kim? And I said, what? He's like, I just want a full dress Harley or something. I was like, what? You just want a Harley? So oh, yeah. it, 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 was, it was right around the same time, too. So it was, a, <laughs> so I bought a house, I want a Harley all within two years. And then we started our adoption process and believe it or not, it only literally took us a year. Most of the time it takes, if you talk to people, it takes three to five years just to connect with the birth mom and actually get a kid adopted. So it, it is a struggle. Uh, we, we did with Catholic charities. They wanted us to promote ourselves by ourselves. So we did a lot of Facebook. So what, talking to birth moms, is is kind of I referred it to as like speed dating, like you have <laughs> to step on eggshells and like get to know them and all that. And you can't make them mad because then they're out of your life. So we actually went through uh, two birth moms that they both failed, and then we had a couple. What does that, that mean, Lee? For people that are people that are not familiar, what does that mean that it failed? They they just don't pick you. Okay. There was one that, that she ended up she ended up keeping the baby. So that we all, we, me and my wife, on a whim, it was, it was spring break time. We went down to uh, Alabama. It's the first time I've been to Alabama. And believe it or not, this is part of, this is part of my adoption story because I'll never forget it. We stayed at, stayed at this Airbnb out in the middle of nowhere in Georgia. And I, I'm not kidding. Tiger King galore. This guy, the owner of this Airbnb. <laughs> Had a lion, a full-grown lion, next door to us, and you could we woke up hearing this lion roaring. So, but anyways, the that birth mom went th didn't go through. She ended up keeping it, and she cut ties with us. So it's a very emotional ride too. And so, all of it's emotional, right? Because you mentioned about struggling with infertility for fifteen years, and then you all did a such a wonderful thing. I think like the family and you're doing some fundraisers and some other things and just yeah. such a clever, we bought like puzzle pieces and, and you did yep. so much with that and made it a community. You know, it gave new, it gave new meaning to, it takes a village to raise a child. I mean, you had so many people supporting you for you and Brittany and, and rooting for you and wanting to help make this dream of yours happen. And we just knew you would be such amazing parents and, the heartbreak that we all were feeling, and I can't even imagine on your end what an emotional roller coaster and, and drain that was. It is a very, very big emotional roller coaster just to have the birth mom say, Yeah, you're going to have this baby. And then the next moment, boom, it's not yours. And then they just don't even, some of them just 
don't even talk to you. They just block you and don't want to talk to you. So I'm gonna cry right now. The second birth mom. (laughs) The second birth mom, she she was a scammer. So you have a lot of scammers out of there out there if you guys do it by yourselves. That's why, you know, Catholic Charities was we did it the less expensive way. You know, you pay more to to basically not have those scammers. So we had those we had a scammer who actually we we gave money to. They physically they want money from you and you got to keep them happy, you know, but you have to they tell you not to and we did. We fought we fell for it. At the end she wanted like she wanted $40,000. And this is the state of Virginia and the birth mom can ask for whatever she wants. And whatever she wants, she can get just for you to get that baby. And that's a, so the legality of that, my understanding is from what I've read, there's a fine line with that and how they ask for it and what you're paying for because you can't buy a baby, right? But if it's something for care yeah. for the, the the birth mother or the child, then that's yep. okay. And so I, I don't think anybody listening wouldn't be in the same shoes as you of if you have a birth mom that you're working with and they have a baby for you and they're promising you a, a, a baby and they say, I, I need money for this to make sure your baby's healthy. I mean, who the heck wouldn't hand over money? I, I my gosh. And, and then she was going to go to Utah because in Utah, you know, it's, they push that, they call it like to get whatever money you want for your baby, for that baby. So that's when we, we cut the straw and we just said, we're done. We were going to stop for a while. You know, we were going to call it quits. You were just so and, emotionally drained. Oh, yeah. And that puts a strain on your marriage, right? I mean, that has to put a strain on your marriage or personal. Pardon? It's just sad. It makes you depressed. You know what I mean? Just you can't have children and people just do that to you. It's just insane. Take advantage. You know, I have a big heart and I would give anything to anybody and I would never take advantage of anybody because that's just not who I am. And then to have people like that. So, and then back to that manifestation, we were done. We were done. And I said, no, we're not done. We're going to try one more time. We're going to do this. We're going to get this. And that Sunday is when this all happened and this all went down between that birth mom. And literally, I kid you not, that Wednesday, I found out that there was a baby in, in North Carolina and that birth mom, the the actual nurse called and said, hey, there's this baby down here. Would you adopt it? Um, if you don't come down here, he's going to be in um, he's going to be in the system. And then, you know, babies, he was a newborn. They don't get adopted out until they're two or three years old. So all I could think about is I'm not letting that little man be part of the system. So I said yes. The birth mom, the birth grandma called us on that Thursday and said, hey, you better get down here. And then because it was like I remember getting that text from you. I remember getting that text from you and you're like, we're going to get a baby right now. And I was like, what? When did this come up? And you were like, I, I, we just got the call. And well, it was we're- so last minute. We live 
it, so we live like an hour outside of Chicago, right? Hour, an hour and a half. So we left Thursday night at like five. And uh, my wife, Brittany, drove for four hours. So she, we got to about like Indianapolis. And she was like, well, I can't drive anymore. So I'm like, I'm driving. Like all I could think in the back of my head is I am not letting that little man be by himself. So I drove. I slept for probably like half an hour. So I had like probably like three or four monsters, <laughs> but I couldn't sleep. So the best feeling in my entire life, besides getting married to my wife, was going through the Appalachian Mountains, sunrise. It's like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, and that sunrise coming up. And then I was like, I'm like, it's a few hours, and I get to hold this little man in my hands. You know, I, I, I'm just, it makes me cry just thinking about it. I'm crying now. Um, I'm crying now. And, <laughs> and your story has a wonderful to it. And it's not an ending because you're continuing. But be- before you get to that part, you know, one of the things I think is important is a lot of people see somebody wanted to adopt a child or they had a fertility issue, then they have this beautiful baby and they don't think or realize what people went through emotionally. And, and, you had to deal with a lot yeah. and that has to take a toll on your marriage. I, and I don't care how close you are, how good of a marriage, but to be constantly in a state of not knowing things and disappointment and depression, like how did that affect your marriage when that was going on? Um, we're, we're pretty strong about it. You know, my, my wife was really upset about it and I try to be the back. I try to be the rock, her rock and like hold her up. You know, I try to be positive as much as I can. I know that's not physically possible sometimes, but I really believe positivity breeds positivity. And I don't like to be negative because that's when negative happens. Negative things happen usually. So, you know, I'm even even right now, you know, on Facebook, she's part of this mom's group and they'll like adopt like they'll adoption bash in there and like (gasps) beat on her and hey that's not right it's all like about traumatic experiences but in my eyes i'm not giving them a traumatic experience because i wait 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 back up there's there's people on facebook saying you shouldn't adopt children yeah there's a whole there's a whole uh, not cult but there's a whole group about about adoption and how it's wrong and how you're oppressing people and I mean, I can't think of a greater gift for both a parent and a child than someone adopting someone. I, 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 I'm so, I'm, I'm so upset for you right now. And so mad. I want to go and beat those people up. I cannot believe there are people out there. I don't have Facebook anymore, but I'm just, I feel so ecstatic waking up to him every morning and him smiling at me. You want to share his name? Cause I love his name. Yes. So, this is a cool story too. So we had names picked out for each of those birth moms. So we didn't go through with it, those names. So this is the name. It's the eighth most popular name right now for boys. Is it? But yep. So Asher is what we named him. It means miracle from God because he is a miracle from God. You know, we we were going to give up and just take a break and say, hey, we're not going to do anything. And then he popped up into our lives. So his middle name's Jacob after my um, after my brother that uh, passed away, committed suicide. So 
the tidbit of information that it blows my mind away is Jacob in the Bible. Jacob is Asher's father. And I didn't realize that until I looked, was looking at it after we named him. It was probably like three or four months after we named him. Jacob is the father of Asher. And I kid you not, he has the same personality as my brother. Very strong-willed. Very, He has no stranger danger. He will say hi to everybody. But I just I thought that was pretty cool because... That's, I believe, in manifestation. That's really close to manifestation. That's my brother's son. <laughs> so oh, I thought that Lee. was cool. So so a lot of paperwork, I imagine. How does somebody get started? So if we have any viewers that are, are or listeners, I guess, whether on YouTube or, or um, the podcast, that are interested in finding out more about adoption and stuff, what tips do you have for them? Get with a an adoption group that you really like. Like we did Catholic Charities because, you know, it was lesser expensive. Well, you had spent a lot of money on fertility. Yeah. You had spent a lot of money on fertility yeah, treatments. And and so, you know, that that's yeah. financially exhausting for for families. And so trying to look at something that's in your budget is certainly reasonable. Yeah, there's a couple places out there. There's some places out there that um, it's like forty to fifty thousand, but they they promote for you, and you get a you'll get a, a a child or a newborn. We did newborn, so it's a lot harder to get a newborn, um, okay. just because of the whole birth mom situation. But Catholic Charities does it. I know it's crazy how many people that you find out that are adopted after you t- after you go through the, the adoption journey. So Catholic Charities, and then it is expensive, but there are grants out there that you that you can get. So my wife is what pretty kind good of grants? Can grants. you talk about we those? Actually, I've yeah. never heard of that. Um, yeah, money grants. So like, there's certain adoption, like people that help certain people that help out with adoption. So like, for instance, we got like six thousand dollars for one grant. Um, to help towards that cost, go towards that cost. We, we did got three grants. There was one that was based out of Milwaukee that we actually got to go to a dinner to, and uh, we got to bring Asher up, and everyone that donated got to see like the results of what happened. So that was pretty cool. What do you have to? I I know that the last time I purchased a my a dog, and I'm an Akita Akita fan, but I mean. My gosh, you'd have thought I was adopting a kid. Like they put me through the ringer. So I, I can't even imagine for to adopt a child. And I, I love my dog, but, you know, there was a certain size house, a certain size yard, and there was certain income. I mean, it was like crazy. Is there any of that? You have to have, you have, to have that. Yeah, they, they go through your personal life through them. Fine tooth comb. I had to, you have to get background checked. I had to take so I had to take fingerprints. They have to do like three or four home studies to make sure your house is good. I learned I didn't know that you had to have a smoke detector in every single room of your house, and then a couple of carbon monoxide detectors and a fire escape plan you had to have, and you still have to have. So we have that on our fridge, 
And then you have to have a fire extinguisher in your house, which you should have anyways. You have to, we had to take, we had to take like 78 hours worth of classes. You pretty much have to become, uh, you have to have all this, all this stuff you have to have done to just even think about adopting. You think it would be easier to adopt, but it's not. It's kind of crazy. It's people can have children at any time and many parents get their children taken away and truly are not fit to be parents. And there yeah. aren't any kind of rules or anybody checking them out beforehand. But then sometimes I hear on the other side, it's so difficult, the adoption process that, you know, which, which you, there should be rules or should be stuff, but it, it just some days you have to look and go, holy cow, are they not wanting people to adopt babies? Are they not? It, it's some of the stuff seems, I don't know, like a lot, but I understand yeah. that they're placing well, someone's life in your hands. But in that class, they teach you, uh, you only have to get parenting 33, parenting correctly, 33% of the time for your kid to be normal. So... <laughs> Although that was the fun, coolest thing I learned in that adoption class. There's some room for error there. You don't have to be perfect all the time. Many times as yes. parents, we put so much stress on ourselves and try to be the perfect parent. And there isn't any such thing. And, and your kids remember, they know who you are and they, they, they remember what you did for them. So there's all that. So did, yeah. did the vetting process involve your families at all? Or was it just you and your wife? Yeah, um, they we had we actually they didn't have to get background checked or anything like that, but we did have to have a couple of referrals from non-family, and actually they you, they will call your family and ask questions, and then you ha we actually had to have a couple. We had to have we got met three times alone to say, hey, are you are you going? Is your relationship strong? Pretty much, and then they ask about your family. You know, you have to take this test to say, hey, there's basically like a marriage test to say, hey, I'm not going to divorce after, you know, we adopt. So. So if I was screening uh, for marriage uh, longevity, I think the number one question would be which way to each of them put the toilet paper on the roll, because that that seems to cause more fights in marriages than. Over the uh, top. Over the top <laughs> always. And does your wife agree with you? Oh, I totally agree. She totally agrees. She knows better. So how old is Asher now? He is 16 months as of yesterday. So Holy cow. That, his, that favorite, his favorite word to, to say now is door. He calls everything a door. And he has a new cousin and he has. Yeah, which is crazy because I was, I manifested it kind of, I think, because my sister called and said, we she was checking in us on us we were in like bloomington indiana that's the last stop we were i was at a starbucks and she was like well i'm going in to get checked just to, i th think i have a cyst on my ovary and i told her i was like watch it i was like you're probably pregnant and i crap you not they had they waited i really appreciate my sister and amir waiting to you know after asher got introduced and everything to say hey we're pregnant Oh, how sweet. So, they didn't tell anybody because they didn't. four months apart. Yeah. They're four That's months amazing. apart. That's so. amazing. 
Well, one thing for sure is Asher's growing up in a house and a family and immediate family and extended family with a lot of love to give. So I, I can't imagine a. He's the only grandson, too. So on both sides. So he's uh-huh. a little spoiled, rotten kid right now. But he deserves <laughs> it. That's amazing. Totally deserves it. I really appreciate you sharing. Yeah. One last thing. So waiting that long for a child really changed my, you know, my mentality. You know, I was always like, I always wanted that child, but now I'm just like, well, he comes first, you know, because he's my, he's my son. He's, he's hopefully going to be the heir to what me and my dad are giving him a legacy building him something uh he he loves to go into the shop so he always point as every time he comes to my wife comes to stop the shop he wants he points and says he wants to go in and see all the trucks and cars and talk to everybody so it's awesome but he's he's a social butterfly right yeah your life changes because you know i i never i was like you never would have thought that you know, now, Hey, I have a kid now, you know, I like, I feel like if you have kids earlier, you know, you're like, Oh, I don't, I want to go out and do all this stuff that I get to do. But I had 10 years, 10, 15 years to do all that stuff. So like, I, I would rather spend every waking moment with my family, with him, with my wife, than you know, going out and, you know, we're traveling the world. So we already took them to a couple places already so i want to make sure that he gets to do all that stuff we me as a child got to do that but i he's the only child probably going to be the only child we have unless we adopt again which we got hit up but two or three times already for adoption because it's easier once you you know someone that that stuff happens where that happens all the so time. that I but, so that's an interesting thing so once you're vetted and you are able to adopt your baby then you're kind of on a good list or a go-to list when something comes up there's a there's a place in North Carolina that you know like adoption ha- happens a lot more often than most places so we just know someone there that that helps us out there but just a heads up just to make sure that they don't go to the um you know, the system, but you actually have to get home study approved again. I don't, you know, you, certain states have certain laws. Like I, I don't even think you have to have an adoption agency in North Carolina. You just have to have a lawyer. So that's one thing that happened to me. Like within a day I got dinged because my wife bought something out in California and then we're out in North Carolina. I had to drop $1,500 on a lawyer. <laughs> So, but no, you have to get home studied again. And I think just to make sure everything's good, I don't think it's, you have to go through the total rigmarole, like the total thing over again. You'd have to ask my wife on that, but I'm pretty I, sure. I don't know. I just have home. a feeling that Asher, Asher will not be an only child. I just have this feeling. Oh, could, no. could be he's wrong. Too, he's too perfect. He's, he's too perfect for me. He is perfect. They very much. He's a child. beautiful. They say that second child is not as good as the first. Ugh. I'll tell you, the second one gives know, you a run for your money. I don't. I don't know how. I think. I, I think the universe messes with you and's like, let's make the first one really good, and so you have more. <laughs> 
And then yeah. the next one's like, Probably. holy cow. You, you don't realize what yeah. double the work is. It's it's much more than double the work, yeah. for sure. I but. just I want to I want to be able to give him everything and more because he deserves it. You know what I mean? He is a very good kid and very loved. So, yes, he is. He is. I just can't wait to see him grow. I know it'll be amazing. It'll be amazing. So with, with we just so for anybody listening that might be wanting to go down this path or looking on it to get together with some kind of an agency or someone that can help steer you with the ropes, look for any grants online for, or to help you yeah. with some of the finances. Don't give the birth mother monies. Yes. Try not to as much as you can now. Because you don't get that money back. You, there's a fine line. They, yep, keep the faith. You know, it's a long journey and you'll have great. We did it differently. We wanted a newborn. So we went down that road where we had to talk to a woman that was pregnant. So we went down that road where, you know, you, they might keep it. They might not. They might be scamming you. There's a lot of Facebook groups out there that will tell you there's scammers out there. They, you know, we went through Facebook. That's because that was the quickest route they said for Catholic charities. So it was less. When money, you say you went through Facebook, what does crazy. that mean? We had a Facebook adoption page and an Instagram adoption page. So so people could come, prospective parents what, of of or birth mothers could go and look at your information. Is that? Yeah. Am I understanding that? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then someone found it and said, hey, aren't they looking for a, a ch- child? And that they called and I said, yes, we're coming to get them. So it was the craziest 24-hour period of my life. And then to open and close adoption, like they wanted to do a close adoption, but we, Catholic Charities, any adoption agency wants you to do open adoption. So that means which can you explain what that is for our listeners in case they don't know? Yep, open adoption is telling your your child, your adopted child, that you know he he is adopted, that you're not his birth mom or birth dad. So you know, being open with him and telling him his story and where everyone is. So, which we've told Asher plenty of times about his birth mom and he's not at the age yet to understand, but we just keep telling him and that it, nothing changes. He's, he's still loved by his family, by us 110% because that's what that can cause trauma. If you keep a closed adoption and don't tell him closed adoption is basically, you're not telling him he's adopted and that basically he's you're in relation, blood relation with him. Which with today's Ancestry.com and all of that, to try to keep that a secret these yeah. days, I mean, I would imagine it would be very traumatic for somebody 18 or 19 or 30 or 50 to find out that they were adopted. I've seen yeah, I've yeah. seen things like that and, and talked to somebody about that, and they said they felt like their entire life was a lie, that, you know, to find out yeah, all those years right. later. Yeah. And, and, like, in those classes, they, they tell you that, that that's adopted children have trauma have tra- traumatic experiences from like even the womb you know because they're not the a 
you know, it could be drug related or be a young mom or something bad happened and they have that trauma through the womb. Well, and I imagine that anyone giving up their child for adoption has to have some very strong feelings and emotions that go along with making that decision. And typically when someone's giving someone up for adoption, it's because the time in their life doesn't work for or their situation. And so, I mean, if you're stressed or upset or whatever all the time, that definitely transmutes, right, to to whatever's going on in your body. So, yeah. Well, the good news is you have a beautiful baby boy that is just smart as a whip and you can see just loves life, loves everything. And uh, his giggle is the best. His giggle is so awesome. It just lights up the entire room. And he's that kid. He's 16 months old. He's that kid that says hi to everybody. Um, My wife thinks it's weird, but I'm just trying to teach him how to be a nice guy and say hi to everybody. (laughs) Your wife thinks it's weird that your 16-month-old says hi to people? Well, no, I I just tell him, I just tell, like, I'm like, say hi. I'm just trying to get him to, like, love everybody, you know what I mean? Be nice. Be nice to everybody. That's wonderful. We need more of that in the world. We need more of that in the world, Lee, so. The world's a hateful place, and I'm just trying to show him that. You know, there's so much positives in this world. You don't have to be always hateful or upset about everything. I love it. I love it. Well, I I so appreciate you sharing your story. I don't even know what my I makeup oh, I was looks gonna, like I right was now because I've been tearing up the whole time. <laughs> it was it's such an amazing experience. Once it happens, though, I'm just if you have any questions. You know, I'll give you my LinkedIn. You can message me or anything like that. But just remember, short or slow and steady wins the race. You know, it's not going to happen overnight. You know, we got lucky and knew somebody that contacted us that said about it. But that everyone I talked to said adoption is like a three to five year process. So unless you know somebody that you're going to adopt. So and. They say overseas is more is less expensive, but we I read up on it. I, I wanted to adopt Ukraine before all the world war stuff came up, and you have to stay in a country for two weeks before you let, get let go. So it it is lesser expensive probably, but you still have to take off that time two weeks off of work just to go home after just to you know adopt. Well, luckily, there's a lot of agencies out there and, and, and people wanting to help put babies and children with of all ages with families that are in loving homes. So I, I just from the bottom of my heart, thank you for sharing your story. And it's been yes. amazing to watch from 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 the outside and 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 see it transpire. And I just I'm filled with love and joy and hope and there's just so many good people out there and so many good things happening. And uh, so thank you again for joining me, Lee. I'll put all the contact information for Lee and some things on adoption agencies and all in the comments. If you have any questions, you can obviously reach out to me or I can get in touch with Lee. If you want to appear on a future podcast to talk about this some more, uh, I I would love to have it because 
These are real things that happen in people's lives. And, you know, part of being a business owner, you're, you're also a person and people have personal things happening. It's not just, you know, can't just be everything business. So everybody stay safe, make good choices, stay inspired. And I will be back next week. And Lee, thank you again for sharing your story. Remember everybody manifest it, manifest it and it will happen. All right. You heard it from Lee manifest it. (laughs) Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of maximum Optane, your ride to the entrepreneur's evolution. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already subscribe, rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, topic ideas, or you just want to be a guest on my show, I want to hear from you. You can reach me directly at mlpodcast at autotraining.net. Thanks for listening and keep seeking information everywhere that you can.